What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another hour of the Andy Slater Show on this Tuesday, September 19th. You may hear poker chips in the background, and that is because it is poker night here at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. That is where I am doing the show from right now, and I will continue to be here all day and night as my poker tournament, the Slater Scoops Poker Tournament, is tonight at 6 p.m. So in just a little bit from now, the cards will be in the air. And if you can't get here at 6, you could still get into the tournament as long as you're here by 8.55 p.m. at the window with your ticket to register for my tournament tonight. $10,000 guaranteed in the prize pool and only 150 bucks to buy in. And you get to hang out and play cards with me. I mean, that should be the worth the 150 in itself, right? Maybe even more. Anyhow, when I've got my poker tournament, that means I'm here in South Florida. And I love South Florida, especially the way our sports teams have been playing this year. The Marlins not so much last night, but I can't judge their season just based on one night in a game that I went to. But here I am in Hollywood, Florida this afternoon. That means I'm not in my lovely studio in Medellin, but I will be traveling back there uh, tomorrow night, and I'll join you on Friday from Medellin. A little programming note, I will not be on the air Thursday. I'm taking some Thursdays off this month, so you get me today here in the poker room. Maybe you can get me tonight in my poker tournament, but I do plan on winning it here at the Hard Rock. I'll be with you guys tomorrow. I'll be off on Thursday, and then I'll be back with you to get you ready for your football weekend um, I'll be talking to you from Medellin that'll be on Friday so while I'm here in South Florida this week which is still home I try to do everything Miami related so yesterday first I had to go to the passport agency which is downtown the passport agency so many people are there I had to get a new passport because after five years my passport's all filled up. Imagine that. And I had the big passport book. So I went in there, had an appointment. Um, when I left there, I had some time to kill because I was going to go to the Marlins game. So I'm like, what am I going to do? Let me go get some lunch. Where am I going to get lunch? Hmm, somewhere near the stadium. So I said to myself, let me go somewhere I haven't been in a long, long, long time, and that is Versailles. So I went there. I had your typical uh, Cuban meal, I guess, a palomino steak. Palomino steak? I don't know exactly how to say that. They don't have that type of steak in Colombia! Over there, it's baby beef or churrasco. I mean, we have that here, too, in South Florida. But I, I had um, a thin steak there at Versailles with black beans and rice and melon juice. The melon juice was actually pretty good. It's better than this thing I'm drinking right now. I'm, I'm a big fan of Monster Energy, the white can. Sometimes watermelon, but really only the white can. And before I came in here to the poker room, I go into the store here at the Hard Rock where they sell all the Hard Rock branded things, and they have a refrigerated section in there because you can get snacks and drinks. And I always grab a white monster. 
Well, they were out of White Monsters. White Monsters are extremely popular. So I grabbed this energy drink called Ghost. Something new. I'm holding it in my hand right now. And the flavor is Warheads. So maybe you've had Warheads before. Sour Watermelon Warheads. It doesn't have any sugar, but this thing is like way too sweet. My gosh, it does taste like sour watermelon, which I thought would taste a lot better, but no, it's not good. Anyhow, the uh, Cuban meal that I had yesterday was good, and then I followed it up with a trip to the ballpark to go see the Marlins and Mets, and it was $5 cheeseburger night. What a mission that was. Here I am tweeting all about $5 burger night at the Marlins game. So I said, well, if I'm going to talk about it, I've got to go get a $5 cheeseburger for myself. Heck, $5, I'm going to get two of them. So I go up to the concession stand, and I had zero issue ordering it. On the screen right there, it says cheeseburger promotion. Paid for two of them, 10 bucks plus whatever tax it was. I go to my right, and I tell the person there who's working I said can you do me a favor on this order I just ordered two cheeseburgers can you make sure they're plain I just want the cheese on it with the meat and the bread but I don't want anything else on it and the woman said sorry I I can't do that for the five dollar cheeseburger it comes with pickles and onions and you can't change it I'm like, wait a minute. You can't not put on pickles and onions? Like, it's mandatory? No burger is leaving that area without pickles and onions because it's, like, offensive to the cook in the back or something? I don't, I don't get this. She said, no, you can, you can get a plain cheeseburger, but you're going to have to pay $12. You're going to have to pay the full price. I said, let me, let me get this right. Let me make sure I'm understanding this. So... If I want to take off the pickles and onions, and why would you, who chooses pickles and onions? I mean, maybe you like pickles and onions, but who in the back there is saying, we're just going to put pickles and onions, which are two condiments, which some people love and some people hate. You got hate relationships with pickles and onions. Who made that decision to put pickles and onions on a cheeseburger in the first place? And secondly, you're telling me, if I don't want the pickles and onions, I have to pay $7 more? <laughs> so then one of the uh, other workers came over to me, this, this guy, and he said, yeah, what she's saying is right because we, have, we already have all of the $5 burgers out here. They're all made. And if you just want a plain cheeseburger, it's going to be $12. I said, this still makes no sense whatsoever. It's like, oh, no, because we, we already have these pre-made. I said, but if I order a $12 cheeseburger, you're going to cook the burger right now? Or it's it's one of these? He goes, yeah, it's just it's one of these. On this side, I would just give you this. It's got nothing on it. I said, well, this, this doesn't make any sense. Is it a different burger? Like, is the size of the $5 burger different? Is it a different type of meat? He tells me, no, it's the same exact thing. But the $5 burger has pickles and onions. I said, do you understand 
and I'm not saying this is your fault, but do you understand how ridiculous this sounds? So you can give me the same burger, the same type of meat, the same size, but if you give it to me without pickles and onions, it's going to cost me $12 instead of $5. And he shakes his head, yes, that, that's correct, sir. I said, do me a favor. Give me a refund, please, for my $10 and change. And then I would like to speak to a manager. So he takes me over to the screen. He shows me he's refunding the $10 and I think 80 cents. Because I'm not going to have a burger with pickles and onions. And you can't just take pickles and onions off of a burger and say, okay, well, now they're not there anymore because of the taste. You get the pickle taste. and No, thank you. So I took my refund. And then he comes back because he says he's going to go get a manager. And then he comes back about two or three minutes later with two regular cheeseburgers in his hand and says, my manager said just to give them to you. And that was it. So in the end, I wound up getting two cheeseburgers and I wound up putting the patties together so I didn't have double the, the bread. I got two cheeseburgers and I didn't have to pay for it. Not that I minded paying for it. My initial thing was to pay the $10 for the two cheeseburgers. But I, I thought about investigating this a little more. Once he just gave it to me, I said, let me go eat. But there's, there's no way. I mean, there's no explanation for this other than the burger is actually different. The $5 burger is different than the regular burger. And they just didn't want to tell me that. That's the only explanation. Because if it is the same burger, it makes zero sense whatsoever. So I went there for the game and the burger. I got two burgers with only cheese on them. And they were fine. The game, I was thinking the Marlins were going to win. It's the thing. You look at the baseball schedule. You think, oh, yeah, now it's lightening up a little bit. You just never know with baseball. The Marlins, they sweep the Atlanta Braves. They've got 12 games left going into last night. The Mets are just bleh. So I'm thinking I'm going to have two nice cheeseburgers, and I'm going to get a Marlins uh, victory with it. But the result wasn't what I expected for the game and for the cheeseburgers. The end result for the burgers were fine. but I thought it would just be easy. Here you go, plain cheeseburger. And why wouldn't you just give out plain cheeseburgers? Everybody likes pickles and onions. It just it doesn't make any sense to me. I got to talk to the Marlins about that so that does not happen again. Cuz I'm sure I'm not the only one who said I just want a cheeseburger and then was told no, you have to have pickles and onions. You cannot leave the concession stand without pickles and onions on your burger. And if you do, you're going to be fined $7. You're going to have to pay 12 bucks. I have a lot to get to this hour. I'm here at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood in the poker room, and I got a lot to discuss, but I can't get to any of it until this hour officially begins. It's time to shuffle up and deal. I think somebody got a bad beat at the table right by me. I don't know if you heard him in the background. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It's kind of what people were saying at Lone Depot Park last night. Oh, my gosh. The Marlins lose 2-1 to one to the New York Mets in a game. All these games right now, the, the Marlins have got to win them. The Mets, they were motivated. The Mets and Marlins, you know, division rival in the National League East. 
The Mets had a huge payroll heading into the season, huge expectations. Although Mets fans always have huge expectations. And then three or four weeks into the season, it's like, Meet the Mets, meet the Mets, step right up and greet the Mets. That's when they fall flat on their face. Look at the Marlins. The Marlins do not have a big payroll. There were modest expectations, and the Marlins have been glorious this season. So I go to Lone Depot Park last night thinking the Marlins are going to win this game. The Marlins are going to have the two spot in the wild card race. Yeah, the Mets want to play spoiler, but this Marlins team, they've been playing really well. Well, Buck Walter, the Mets manager, he's made it clear. He's one of the guys with a true appreciation for the integrity of the game, getting the right result, being fair, kind of like that Solaire Homer was, even though they called it foul. Mm. So Buck Showalter is not going to send out a bunch of scrubs to take on Miami. He's going to manage just like a real game. Doesn't matter if there's 10 to 12 games left. He's, he's going to go with his team out there and manage it to win like they're in a pennant race, even though they're not. So the Marlins had real competition last night, and the result, it wasn't good for them. The Mets are not going to be a pushover. The Pirates won't be a pushover. The Marlins only have the Mets, Pirates, and Brewers left on their schedule. Five more with the Mets, two here, three there, three in Pittsburgh, and then they've got three at home against Milwaukee this coming weekend. No team is going to be a pushover. Maybe Milwaukee can have a scenario where they win the NL Central and maybe chill a little bit. I don't know. Regardless, the Marlins, they've got to step it up here with 11 games to go. Jorge Soler was back in the lineup as of a couple of days ago, and I don't know how that was overturned. Jorge Soler, he hits a two-run shot to left. It's called a home run. And then they all huddle up because Buck Showalter came out and said, no, no, that wasn't fair. And then they changed their mind. They went to the review and they said, yep, we're keeping it foul. I've seen that replay from different angles. I've seen it over and over again. Can you tell if it's fair or foul? It's very difficult because it went over the foul pole. So the umpire is out there and initially does the round and round with his finger. That's it. It's, it's a home run. And then all of a sudden, no, 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 it's, it's not a home run. His opinion got changed by other umpires. The Marlins could have definitely used that home run because the Mets won 2-1, to one and that was a two-run homer. Even though they got shafted on that call, at least I believe so, the Marlins still got to be able to step it up. They just had this offensive explosion against the Atlanta Braves. 16 runs they scored on Sunday. Jazz Chisholm Jr. hit a grand slam back-to-back days. The second that the Marlins are in control of their own destiny, which was going into last night, they could have moved into the second wildcard spot. The bats go silent like that? One measly run? Even if Solaire's homer did count, that's three runs. Whoever eventually gets 
these final two wild card spots because they're both up for grabs right now. One of them is going to go in extremely hot with like four or five wins in a row. Maybe the other one backs into the spot. The Cubs have not been playing well, so now that's why there are two spots available. One is going to go in hot. They'll get the second wild card, and they'll go to Philadelphia to take on the Phillies. And then there's going to be that third wild card spot. And who is going to get that? There's a few teams that are going for it. I know the San Francisco Giants are still in there, too. They're not done yet. So, I mean, they could be a team that gets hot. You got so many that are going for two spots right now. And the Marlins, having the Mets in town, even though the Mets aren't going to just roll over and say, here you go, that's certainly not going to happen. The Marlins have got to step it up offensively and win these next two games at home against the Mets. They cannot afford silent nights at the plate. It's just not going to get the job done. Now, after I went for my uh, Cuban lunch yesterday, I got to the ballpark still early, and I went in the clubhouse. I was there when Sandy Alcantara spoke. I was there when Skip Schumacher spoke. Sandy... He was glowing. He says, I'm ready to come back. He threw some pitches in the bullpen yesterday, and he's like, I'm going to be back very soon, whatever they want me to do. If I need to go pitch one game in the minors, if they just want me to throw another bullpen, I'm ready to go. It sounded to me like Sandy is absolutely ready to go. Then Skip Schumacher spoke to the media, and he's like, look, We're going to go day by day with this. Sandy felt great today. Let's see how he feels tomorrow. But Skip didn't shut it down. He didn't shut down the idea of Sandy coming back. It sounds to me like he is going to be starting for the Marlins very soon. In the end, Sandy Alcantara, I think a, a lot of people in the media feel this way. People around the team feel this way. But you don't really hear about it. I do think Sandy will need Tommy John surgery in the offseason. Whenever the Marlins season ends, I think Sandy is going to have surgery. And that would mean he's out for next year, the entire season. That's what I think is going to happen. I think he knows that. I think the Marlins know that. But in the meantime, it's like he can pitch. It's not going to get much worse. He is going to eventually need that surgery anyway. So if he feels better, why not Why not put him in games? Why not let him start? Why not let him help us get to the postseason and in the postseason help us be successful? That's what I think the feeling is around this team, although not that many people want to say it. But just by being there yesterday for like six hours, being around the team and talking to them, getting a feel for it, I came out with that feeling immediately. Now, there were some bright spots, even though the Marlins lost. And I'm glad I was there and not just home watching Monday Night Football because two duds we had there. But Luis Arise, he gets hit number 200 and 201. The dude wins the American League batting title in Minnesota. He gets traded to Miami, and all he does is hit every dang day. 
And it's such a simple swing that Luisa Rice has. If this team does get into the postseason and now Jazz is healthy, Jorge Soler is back in the lineup, this team can make some noise. And then you get Sandy Alcantara back. This team has a legitimate shot. Second wild card goes to Philadelphia. Third wild card will go play in Milwaukee. And how much better is baseball now with three wild card spots? Because, again, I think one of the teams is going to get hot, take that second spot, and then one of the teams will just battle it out with the others and secure the third. And then they'll be on their way to taking on the Brewers. We know the Dolphins, well, they're not on their way to Denver. They finally have a home game. But the Broncos will be on their way to South Florida by the end of the week. Sunday, Hard Rock Stadium, finally a home game for the Finns. And I want to get to that convo in just a couple of moments. What you guys should get to, it's Dean's Gold, the ultimate gentleman's club. Why would you want to go to Dean's Gold? Well, if you want to be surrounded by gorgeous, Dean's Gold is the place to be. They are the ultimate gentleman's club for a reason. That's because the beautiful ladies that you'll be surrounded by, they come from all over the world. So many different countries are represented at Dean's Gold, you will have yourself an incredible night or even early morning. Dean's Gold is open every single day from 8 p.m. all the way until 6 a.m. Dean's Gold, the ultimate gentleman's club, is located on the northeast corner of Northeast 163rd Street and Biscayne Boulevard. That's in North Miami Beach. Have yourself a great Tuesday night or even early Wednesday morning. Surround yourself with beautiful women who come from all over the world. There's only one place in South Florida you could do that. Only one building. It is the ultimate gentleman's club. Dean's Gold. I was at the Marlins game last night, and I was watching Monday Night Football on my laptop. Two Monday Night games last night. Neither was very good, but Saints are 2-0. They beat a bad Carolina Panthers squad. It wasn't even like New Orleans tore them up. They were okay. They did enough. Derek Carr is still out there figuring things out. Saints defense is pretty good. The other game, Nick Chubb, that injury, just horrible. I know TV doesn't like showing you replays of those kind of things, but what a lot of people do is they'll just go straight to the Internet, and then they'll see it for themselves. I mean, if you show a replay once, okay. But some television broadcasts, they don't want to show you any replay at all, whatever. I didn't watch the uh, replay. I'm not one of those that goes to click on a link, and I don't like seeing injuries. I don't want to see anybody injured, especially if it's a gruesome injury. But when you think about this, Nick Chubb, a running back, what has the conversation been this entire offseason? Owners feel like they just don't want to pay big money to running backs because they're too interchangeable. They get hurt too much. They get used too much. That's why Saquon got a one-year deal in New York. And now, look, Saquon, it's only a sprained ankle, but he's going to be out for a few weeks. Teams are looking for guys on a rookie contract, and that kind of stinks because these guys are important to teams. And to see a guy as good as Nick Chubb go out like that, it's it's hard to watch. And I know fantasy-wise, a lot of you are like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do now? Just game-wise, it's it's tough. And then personal for him, it's brutal. Look at the Miami Dolphins run game. They had the opportunity to get Dalvin Cook. They said no. 
they, I guess, could have made a trade for Jonathan Taylor and still can. I don't think the Colts were really trying to trade him with their demands. One of them reportedly was Jalen Waddle, and Jalen Waddle's now in the concussion protocol. I'll get to that in a minute. But Mike McDaniel said, I'm okay with our running game. And Jeff Wilson Jr., he's going to be out for quite some time. And a few weeks ago, it, it almost sounded like Mike McDaniel was saying he'd be surprised if Wilson didn't make it back this season. But to me, that sounds kind of like maybe a season ender. In any event, Raheem Mostert, through two games, he's been more than serviceable, especially on Sunday night football. And they may have to use him more against Denver because, as I said, Jalen Waddell is in that concussion protocol. The hint from Mike McDaniel was that he's progressing. But we all know about the concussion protocol now because of Tua. And there's benchmarks that Jalen's going to have to clear before he can return to action. The Broncos' defense isn't that good. The Dolphins' offense has proven that they're not a one-man team. You don't want to miss Jalen Waddell. But if they do, you still got Tyreek, you got Braxton Berrios, you've got River Craycroft, you have Durham Smythe. They have guys. They've got targets available. Now, if Jalen cannot play on Sunday, does it change things for Miami's offense? Yes. And that's why they may need to call on Raheem Mostert more. We'll see. I'm not a neurologist. I'm not a doctor. I don't know what's going to happen with Waddle. I hope he gets better soon. But if he cannot play Sunday, then I think we're going to see more action from Raheem. The Dolphins will probably slow walk everything with this concussion protocol. They don't want to have a perception problem, that's for sure. Like, oh, here we go again. We're just going to put a guy out there that doesn't belong. Everything in the NFL has really been tidied up with that. I would imagine not just the Dolphins with Waddle, but any player uh, in the league. Now, look, the Dolphins also have Alec Ingold. That guy, not only is he a, a great asset on the field, he's also a soundbite machine. He's smart and he's thoughtful. And he was talking yesterday about all the pre-snap motion by the Dolphins and how much he loves it because it helps free uh, Tyreek. It helps with the running game. Guys are always moving around. Well, you know how the NFL works. It's a copycat league. Just like we saw the special teams – of the Patriots and the guy just with the running start to block a field goal, we're probably going to see other teams do something like Mike McDaniel does with the pre-snap movement. The only issue for those teams is they don't have a track team. The Dolphins do. Mike McDaniel's got a bunch of sub-4-3 guys flying all over the place. And if you don't have those burners, well, you're probably not going to be able to create the same separation so Mike McDaniel's team can do things that other teams cannot and I really think the motion stuff is next level of McDaniel's system year one he couldn't quite do this like he's doing now as as much everything was new to him his players the language of of all of it now he's more comfortable his players are more comfortable it's like if you're cooking a meal you, you gotta learn the basics before you can put your own secret sauce or secret seasoning on it. This year, we're getting lots and lots of McDaniel's secret sauce. I know that may not sound great, but you know what I mean. What does sound great, racing at Goldstream 
Park, live racing every single week. It is the sunshine meet going on right now in our own backyard in Hollandale Beach at Gulfstream Park. You can wager 10 or 20 cents and possibly make thousands of dollars. I see it happen all of the time. When I go to Gulfstream Park, I go to their trackside restaurant, 10 Palms. Sit down, have a great meal, watch the races live right in front of you, and the great people that work at Gulfstream Park will come around and they'll take your bets. Go to GulfstreamPark.com to make a reservation at their trackside restaurant, 10 Palms, or if you want to wager from home, you could do that too. Download the First Bet app. The First Bet app is the official wagering app of Gulfstream Park. You guys should know I give you some very long segments here on the show, so sometimes segments got to be a little bit shorter than others, and I got another long one coming up in just a minute. Speaking of something long, wouldn't you love a long vacation? Wouldn't you love to retire? You can probably retire early, earlier than you think. Contact Trajan Wealth. I've been telling you about Trajan Wealth for a few months now because Trajan Wealth, they're local in Palm Beach And they can help you plan your retirement. You might be thinking, there's no way I can retire early. You contact Trajan Wealth, they will get you on your way. You want more vacations? Well, contact Trajan Wealth. Visit their site, TrajanWealth.com. That's TrajanWealth.com. Or if you want to pick up the phone, 561-390-1000. That's 561-390-1000. 390-1000. It will cost you nothing to set up a meeting with Trajan Wealth. Advisory services are offered through Trajan Wealth LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor, and this is a paid advertisement. Here inside the poker room at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood for my poker tournament tonight. 150 bucks gets you in, 10 grand guaranteed in the prize pool. Cards in the air at 6 p.m. You can register until exactly 8.55 p.m. Jason Heidenthal joins me every time I've got my tournament here, the Slater Scoops Poker Tournament. Jason, you got a lot going on in this poker room right now. There's going to be a lot going on tonight. I'm sure there's going to be more photos taken of me uh, when I win my fourth tournament since uh, December. I don't know if I've mentioned that uh, several times on this show already today. Uh, but besides my tournament tonight, which should be fantastic, I see here you guys have the Everglades Poker Open, which starts tomorrow. And that scares me a little bit, Jason, because I think Everglades, I think alligators. I know there's sharks sometimes in the poker room, uh, fish. Uh, but what does Everglades Poker Open mean? Uh, n- nice intro there. Uh, the Everglades Poker Open does kick off tomorrow here in the room. Uh, we're going to run uh, nine total events. Uh, buy-ins ranging anywhere from 150 up to 1100 uh, Over $500,000 total guaranteed for this uh, week and a half series here inside the poker room. Uh, kicking off uh, tomorrow, uh, 150 100K buy-in, multi-flight. Uh, it's usually our staple product uh, that we kind of do monthly here. Uh, we're just tacking it on to the Everglades uh, poker open. So that's going to be going on until, what, October 1st? All different types of buy-ins. Uh, you said the one tomorrow starts with a, a $150 buy-in. It goes up to $1,100. All different types of events throughout uh, the week and a half, and it's going to be here in the poker room at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. Correct, yeah. This uh, this one here we do in the poker room, not over in the ballroom area. That will be 
in November for a Rock and Roll I Poker know, Open. Got a big one coming up in November. We got time, though. We got time. We got some time. The Dolphins will be like 8-0 by then. Uh, yeah. People I, will be having a, like a mini parade in, in the ballroom playing poker. That could happen. Yeah, we'll it see could. about that. You know, it's exciting times in South Florida. We got our, our teams doing really well. The Panthers are going to be starting up again very soon. That's right. The Heat, uh, the Marlins, the Dolphins are, are 2-0 and right now. Um, you mentioned the Hurricanes? The Hurricanes, yeah. They're 3-0. and So there's very exciting things going on in South Florida. People can't wager on sports yet legally. So whatever you're going to do with those funds, you bring them here to the poker room, and you've got the opportunity to have even more funds when uh, the sports book opens. Absolutely. Bet on yourself, right? Bet on your poker right. playing ability. People like betting on other people. I mean, I wouldn't blame you if you want to bet on me tonight in my own tournament. I don't think you can do that. Um, but you can bet on, on yourself, on yourself. By, by playing cards. Now, aside from the tournaments and the Everglades Poker Open uh, coming up, you guys also have uh, specials here in the poker room all the time. I'm not talking about like on pizza or chicken parm. I'm talking about on a high hand. So if somebody gets a big full house, a straight flush, uh, for instance, they come in today or any other day, how much money can they make? Uh, you mentioned Tuesday with high hands. Uh, Tuesday is one of our biggest days in the, in the poker room here. Uh, we have bonus high hands that start at 4 p.m. today. Uh, $1,000 every 30 minutes. So nail a hand, have it hold for 30 minutes, get it up on the board, cross your fingers. Hopefully no one has a higher hand than you and uh, lock up that $1,000 in instant payout right there. Uh, that starts at 4 p.m. today. Uh, that goes until midnight. So if you get down here early, you know, play two hours of uh, high hand eligible, one, two, or two, five, no limit, and hit a high hand, maybe hit two, three. Hit that, all four if you that, want. That's good enough for, like, six chances in my tournament tonight. <laughs> True. So, yeah, lock up a few high hands, and then uh, come 6 o'clock, rack them up and buy into the tournament and, and come beat Andy Slater out of his own event. Now, w with my tournament uh, tonight, Jason, you got to tell me here. Have there been any internal discussions about how I have won my own tournament three times since it started here in the poker room at Hard Rock, which is December? Nine tournaments. I've won it three times. I've made the final table six times. Um, have there been internal discussions I need to know about what's going on? There has been a full-fledged investigation. <laughs> well, they found nothing. They have found nothing. Good. Uh, I am actually coming back uh, as a spy tonight. <laughs> and I'm uh, going to throw on the, the old hat and uh, fake glasses, and uh, I'm going to be watching you. You're, you're into poker, obviously. You run all the tournaments, and you do a great job here. Bill Mason does a great job, too. Uh, and happy birthday uh, to him. He actually gets the day off today. Good yeah. for him. He deserves it. Absolutely. Um, but you you run everything going on here tournament-wise um, in the Hard Rock. Tonight, for the final table, I believe there's an added bonus for all nine players who make that final table. So let me revise that a little bit. There's a final table bonus for the other eight players besides myself <laughs> who make the final table um, and what is that bonus? So, by rule, nine players do have to make the final table. You are correct. Any nine players. Any nine. All nine players that make the final table tonight on the Slater Scoops event, uh, we're going to give away a satellite ticket. So, all you have to do is make the final table. Bada boom, bada bing. We hand you a $350 satellite ticket. That ticket has been added to the prize pool. Added value on top of the $10,000 guarantee prize pool that's, that's already awesome going to be there. Just added value from the Hard Rock. Th saying thank you uh, it's a little splash the pot thing 
nine tickets added for the $350 buy-in that's going to be held on Saturday. Uh, we call that a package satellite. So players that are playing on Saturday night at 6 p.m., uh, they can win a ticket into multiple different uh, Everglades Poker Open events. So they can turn the 150 tonight, tonight into not only money from the prize pool, but also an extra $350 satellite ticket, which then in turn can turn into four or five other tournaments throughout the next two weeks here in the poker room. Uh, hopefully you bink one of those and, you know, possibly even lock up, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 grand. What would you say? People, people ask me this all the time. People who are not familiar with playing poker and they want to get into it, Jason. They hear you on here. They hear me talking about cards a lot. And they're like, you know, how much skill do I need? Um, how much luck do I need? Not that you could really choose how much luck you're going to get. But what, what would be your percentage when people ask you, poker is this amount of skill and this amount of luck? I'm going to – it obviously depends on the, sure. the tournament itself or the cash game itself. Uh, but an open-ended answer to that is going to be like 70-30. Like 70% skill, 30% luck. And there's tons of different factors that are going to apply to that, uh, that range there. And uh, I, we could talk about this and debate about this for hours. Uh, but, you know, and everybody's got a story. Everyone has a story. But let's just say 70 30. But, you know, having the mindset of poker, to having the confidence, just come out, get in the game, buy in, play the 150 tournament tonight. Just if you don't understand something, ask. You know, all the, f all the dealers here, all the floors here, we're going to answer your question. If can, you're I, can I raise my hand? Hey, are these aces good? Is you it good that I have aces? should not be a asking questions <laughs> at this point, all right? But People are asking questions about me. Any of the listeners that have not yet come down here to partake in a tournament, come down here. Buy in. It's 150. Sit down. Have the confidence. Ask the questions. If you don't know, we're going to help you out, all right? And, and you guys, I mean, not only is it good that you can get in for 150 tonight and kind of, you know, test the test the waters a little bit. Uh, but then you can get ready for the Everglades Poker Open. You can get ready for your big event that you've got coming up in a couple of months from now in November. Um, how long do you think it takes, Jason, for someone who hasn't really had that much experience to be able to kind of step it up you know, and, and learn the game? Would you say a couple months or something or a little bit less? I feel like every single time you're sitting in a chair at a poker table – analyzing hands whether you're playing them or not and grasping everything you're always evolving and always learning and it will just it's going to snowball you know like the actual you know game itself will just snowball into you seeing the game in a different you know perspective right and you're going to catch on you're going to understand everything and you're going to start making certain moves you know particular moves that you know you're like wow that this actually worked in this situation. And some people get a little afraid, you know, and, and that's with anything, not For just sure. poker. Like, it's the first time you're going to do something. Mm -hmm. um, I don't want all these people around me if I'm going to make mistakes. But, you know, we talk about the nightly tournaments and, and my tournament tonight. But you guys, you also start things uh, in, in the morning. I know it's, uh, you know, mid-afternoon right now. Uh, but you guys, when I was here earlier, you started, I think, at 11 a.m., um, a tournament. Correct. And it's just more of, not that tonight's not relaxed, 
but maybe it'll be more relaxed for a beginner to come mm-hmm. during the day. Mm-hmm. You yeah. have tournaments all the time. Daytime, nighttime. Most of the daytime tournaments always start at 11 a.m. Nighttime products start at 6 p.m. Uh, we try to offer two tournaments almost every single day. Uh, you can find our calendar on shrpo.com. Plenty of events to partake in, and most of the dailies or what, afternoon dailies or nighttime dailies are going to be in your 150 250 price point. There's a lot of good things happening here at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood, and definitely in this poker room and all the televisions you have up here watching every sporting event. You want to come on a football Sunday. You got the games we on got all here. The ticket. Yep. Um, so it's really a great spot to be, and especially tonight. Second place still going to pay a lot of money, okay? I get first. That's just the way it goes. And um, you guys can get second. Second will still pay a lot of money. I hope to see you out here tonight in the poker room, Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. 150 gets you into the Slater Scoops Poker Tournament, and there's $10,000 guaranteed in the prize pool. With added value. And as Jason said, the added value, $350 satellite tickets, which could get you into $1,000 tournaments, um, possibly even more money to be won. Anyone who makes the final table in my tournament tonight will get that. And it's not coming out of the ten grand. No. You guys are throwing that in there, splashing the uh, pot, as Absolutely. you say. Splash uh, the for, final table with some value. Tables. I love it. Absolutely. Awesome. Jason Heidenthal, Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. I appreciate the time um, when I've got my event here on Tuesday that you come out. I know you got a lot of fans out there in South Florida as well. And um, I'm sorry that we're out of time. I can't bring up the Buffalo Bills. So um, sorry about that. What, you're, just, you're just cutting me off and we're out of time? <laughs> we're not going to talk about the, the game Josh Allen had the other day against the Raiders? No? Definitely. I think Dolphins fans are happy uh, about the way the Bills have been so far. But we'll see. 2-0, and 1-1, oh, and one, and I think we meet in week four. It's coming up it's very got, soon. Right around Dolphins the corner. fans are ready for it. I believe it's October 1st They're ready up for it. in we Buffalo. we got so many New Yorkers here, you know, all over New York. It's not just New York City. It's just the, the state of New York. Everyone comes to South Florida because South Florida is just better than New York. Facts. Except for last night with the Mets and yeah. the Marlins. So tonight, set your waiver claims on your fantasy lineups. Come to the poker room. Play the Slater Scoops event. Watch some Marlins baseball. That's going to be on TV tonight. And uh, focus on baseball. Focus they, on they Marlins should, baseball right now. should be drafting me like in fantasy poker. For my, why don't we do that? Fantasy poker. Okay. I think I would be a top three pick. For Yeah. You were going to say, see, we're out of time. (laughs) Jason Heidenthal, Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. All right, that is all the time I have for this Tuesday afternoon. I hope to see you out here tonight in the poker room at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. Enjoy the rest of your day. For now, I'm Andy Slater, and I'll see you later.